You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Yeah, they did one of two things here. They either panicked and they traded for Trey because they panicked, or they totally misevaluated Trey Lance and his abilities. And neither of those things reflect well on the 49ers organization and their decision makers because the haul that you gave up to get Trey Lance is supposed to be for somebody that you know is going to be successful and somebody that you're like, okay, I know what exactly how this this piece fits into my puzzle. Not like, Oh, I don't, I didn't know he was, he, he wasn't as good of a runner as he was. It wasn't like, like, I I just, that's just comical to me. Mm -hmm. It's just so common. You you didn't know, like you're supposed, this is the third pick in the draft. You have to do your homework. And it screams to me. And and I know people will be like, Oh, it was actually Mac Jones that they wanted. Mac Jones sucks too. Like (laughs) that's the funny thing. So, so you had, you had two guys just, <laughs> like, okay, fine. Mac Jones, he's terrible too. So you, you had two guys, neither of which were franchise altering players that you, you traded up supposedly to three, four. And look, I can, I can buy the theory that Deshaun Jackson was the target. And this is what the package that they were going to get. Deshaun Watson. Give him Deshaun. Sorry, Watson. I, I was thinking of uh, the biggest draft misses by 49ers earlier. Cause Mark Adams put out another really great article on the 49ers past. Um, give Mark Adams a follow, by the way, on 49ers web zone. He's fantastic. But Deshaun Watson was, was the, the choice there. And I believe that was the package that they were going to send for him. But that being said, you bet your future on a guy that you knew very little about. And when he got here, you're surprised that you knew very little about him. And now their biggest thing is like, oh, Trey needs reps. He needs time. And you're accomplishing that by having him split reps with Sam Darnold in camp. And it just, this screams to me that I don't know what I'm doing with my quarterbacks. And it's okay to say that about Kyle Shanahan. It's okay to say his dad was the same way. They can never settle on a quarterback. Kyle's a chip off the old block. They thought they knew what they wanted in, in 2017. That was Kirk Cousins. They ended up making the trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. My thing is like, if you wanted Kirk Cousins so bad, why did you make that trade? Why did you let that trade go through? And if Kyle really disliked Jimmy that much, which is what the rumor was, why did you sign him to that deal then? 
just franchise him for another year, go back in the pool, and you have a chance of getting Josh Allen the next year. Every step of the way, the 49ers have failed at the QB position so far under Kyle Shanahan's tenure. And, well, I don't know if they failed because you could say that they got they got something out of Jimmy and they were able to make the Super Bowl run and all that stuff. But in terms of finding a permanent long-term solution, they failed because it's year seven. And we're still looking at this quarterback room and we're like, well, I think, I think Purdy's a starter. But even then, you've seen seven games. And, Brian, like we're, we were very firmly on that Brock Purdy bandwagon. The truth of it is that we've seen seven games, right? And yeah. teams adjust. He's coming off yeah. of a major injury. And we'll see how he does. We, we don't know how he's going to do in the second year. That That is the reality. And by so here's year a, seven, here's a que- go ahead, Here's a question for you, Brian, because I, I know you're about to say something. Mm-hmm. The Niners, everybody is very overconfident and everybody feels good and, and as they should with this roster. Zane just made the point you have an unknown coming off a major injury. You have another unknown coming off a major injury and you have Sam Darnold. Is this quarterback position as such where we're overrating this team because that's the most important position in sports and we don't know? Um, no, I don't think we're overrating them because Again, as Zane just said, they haven't had an answer at quarterback since Kyle Shanahan has been there. And regardless of your feelings of Jimmy Garoppolo, again, Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't was just a product of Kyle Shanahan's offensive system. You know, we talk often about how Kyle can just elevate the quarterback play just through his play calling, his play design, all of that, right? Like Kyle Shanahan is the rising tide that lifts all boats when it comes to the quarterback position. And I don't understand why we don't talk that way about Kyle Shanahan with Trey Lance. We talk that way about Kyle Shanahan with Brock Purdy. We talk that way about Kyle Shanahan with Jimmy Garoppolo. Hell, we talk that way about Kyle Shanahan with Nick freaking Mullins. But we have never talked that way about Kyle Shanahan and Trey Lance. And it baffles me. It baffles me why there's been such negativity surrounding Trey Lance. It's unfair to Trey, and it just seems ridiculous to me. And you know what? Here's the other thing. We keep talking about Josh Allen, right? Uh, maybe he saw Josh Allen and was like, I want that. Zane, you were like, they could have franchised Garoppolo and then got in the pool again and got Josh Allen. Is Josh Allen Josh Allen if he comes to the 49ers with Kyle Shanahan? I would venture to say no. I don't think he would be. Because Kyle Shanahan would have soured on Josh Allen the first year when his completion percentage was in the high 50s. And he would have been looking for the next guy already. Somebody tweeted this out yesterday and it floored me. And I was like, oh shit, like this, that I feel like might be what it is. And they said, Kyle Shanahan doesn't want a superstar at quarterback because when and or if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan wants to be the reason why they won that Super Bowl. And yes, honestly, it based on the way that this quarterback position has gone, that is a I think that's probably very, very true. And that is what Brock Purdy gives him. Brock Purdy is not a superstar quarterback. If you drop Brock Purdy on 27 other teams, Brock Purdy does not perform the way that Brock Purdy did last season in those seven games. And here's the other thing. We, 
I don't want to diminish what Brock did because it was impressive. It really was. The poise that the guy has, right? His ability to uh, read defenses, which started to diminish the, the more he played. Um, and Greg Cassell has talked about that. Um, you know, I talked about that last episode. Uh, his his performance actually started to wane a little bit uh, towards the end of the season and into the playoffs. Now, he won a playoff game. and Or sorry, he won two playoff games. And again, you cannot take that away from him. But Trey Lance did not get to play with Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. and George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk on the field at the same time. Trey Lance has only played with Debo and Kittle on the field at the same time two times. One, he lit up the Texans, and two, they played in a monsoon in Chicago. That's it. The 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 level at which people would love to tell you that Trey Lance is a bust and Trey just doesn't have it is absolutely fucking infuriating to me because it is the most egregious bullshit that I've heard in a long time. The guy has played, uh, what, 14 Four. and a half quarters of football. Stop telling me that you can already tell whether or not he's a bust. Knock it off. That is nonsense. Mm-hmm. But... Do we know what he is? No. Is he more physically gifted? And therefore, does he have a higher ceiling than Brock Purdy? Absolutely. And why are you then going to split first team reps with Sam Darnold when you know that what he needs is reps on reps on reps? It just doesn't make sense. And to me, Let's cut bait and move on because it's obvious that either a you're not interested in developing him or B you have lost complete faith in him and it doesn't matter anymore. His cap hit for 2023 is $9.8 million. If they trade him, that cap hit becomes $11 million. So if they can trade him, for a late first round pick hell and an early second round pick and change do it because obviously you're not interested in this kid anymore and you might as well recoup a little bit of what you spent because it certainly appears that you think that brock purdy is the answer in the fast-paced world of attacking, speed is everything. And that's where the Furon 7 Plus shines. Engineered for accuracy and precision at a rapid pace, it's your secret weapon on the pitch. Experience overall comfort and precise striking, even in the game's fastest moments. The nylon outsole, with its V-shaped stud configuration, is designed for firm ground, giving you the grip you need to outmaneuver your opponents. Step up your attacking game and learn more and purchase the Furon at NewBalance.com. How many quarterbacks is Kyle going to go through before he finally finds his guy? And it's funny because people took offense to that. Like, oh, well, he, you know, what, you don't know what you're talking about. He has his guy in Brock Purdy. Yeah, he has his guy in Brock Purdy until he sees something he doesn't like, and then it's on to the next guy. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, Kyle Shanahan is like that that girl in high school who had like a million boyfriends because one of them didn't open the door for her. One of them didn't pay for her lunch one time. One of them didn't hold her hand down the hallway. Just like you know, finding things wrong with, with quarterbacks to just move on. And that's just what Kyle is with quarterbacks. He's impatient. He's notoriously, mm-hmm. notoriously Kyle impatient. Shan- Kyle Shanahan's favorite quarterback is the next quarterback. 
Yes. Yeah. And and it's yeah. it's really going to ruin Trey's career here, at least, because he didn't have the patience with them to even stick by him through a second training camp as the instructor. I mean, it's just it's just absurd to me that you would just bring in Sam Darnold, who's not a world beater, by the way. If this was somebody else, if this was Eric Rogers, right, or Tom Brady, whatever, then I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, yeah, okay, I understand, right? It's Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is this generation's Blaine Gabbard, all right? I don't care what people say about coaching and things like that. Look, a quarterback is also responsible for his own play. Justin Herbert has had some of the worst coaching that you'll see in L.A. He's made a fantastic career despite that because he's a fantastic player, because he's shown that he can fight through adversity. So let's not blame everything on coaching and say that, oh, just because a guy stinks, it's it's the coach's fault. Well, the, the players have some sort of responsibility too. If it were somebody else, and and it were a much more accomplished quarterback that's an easier pill to swallow but what has sam darnold done to make you consider him to be a quarterback one in this offense what has he done in this league to actually give you consideration about that over a guy that you traded for four picks for three first rounders for i just don't understand the rationale outside of the fact that they've just basically given up on trey and he's on the roster because they don't want to admit that mistake like it's almost like Solomon Thomas all over again, where they kept him on the roster because they didn't want to admit that mistake. And that's what this feels like. It feels like Solomon Thomas, where you drafted a guy that you probably shouldn't have drafted there. You made that mistake and you keep him on the roster for, for longer than you should have because you're not willing to admit that mistake. And I'm not saying that drafting Trey was a mistake. I'm saying the way that they have handled the situation has, has been completely wrong from the start. When they drafted him, he should have had, there should have been an open competition that year with Jimmy Garoppolo for the starting job and Trey should have been starting at some point that year so that you wouldn't have to continue kicking that can down the road and, and end up with the situation you are now where you number one, don't have any first round picks and number two, don't even get the guy that you wanted to get to start for quarterback for you. The, the other guy, in addition to Lynch and Shanahan that has said things early this week that have made me really take notice is Ian Rapport because Ian's one of the more tied in guys to the league. You know, he's maybe NFL networks, you know, Adam Schefter, one of their biggest guy. And he's had a couple reports. The first one, they were talking about Brock Purdy, and he said at the end of it, well, they don't know if he's going to be ready by week one, which is the reason they brought in Sam Darrell in case they need somebody to start early in the season. Didn't even mention Trey Lance in that segment. And there was another segment where he he was asked about Trey Lance, and he said, ah, you know, with his trajectory so far, you know, I don't know if he's going to be an option. I don't know what that means because he hasn't had any trajectory. He hasn't been on the field. He's, He's been injured. But he's hearing from somewhere probably from somewhere within the 49ers. I don't know how high up, but he's hearing from somewhere that there's pause there, that they're really not happy there. If he's saying those things or he's he's not even alluding to Trey Lance, okay? And don't give me the Niners don't leak stuff. Are you kidding me? The Niners leak. I hear things. I'm a nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody leaks. It, it, I'm not saying Kyle Shannon and John Lynch leak, but other people leak. And when teams want things out, they say little things. There's been enough enough again just look at the 49ers again two years ago when they're looking for a qb everybody in the world knew they were looking for a qb so even if they don't want to leak when they talk to other teams maybe they leak leaks always get out so don't do the nobody leaks thing everybody leaks so with them obviously there's some kind of disconnect or whatever with trey lance that's getting out there right now and i don't know i hope he gets every opportunity because he, de- he deserves an opportunity to come and try to earn a spot. But I'll tell you what, guys, I also would not be surprised if they traded him during the draft. I, I, I wouldn't be. If they 
say, all right, you know what, we're, we're, we're comfortable with Sam Darnold and we're going to draft Steph, Stetson Bennett and, and, and we'll trade Lance. We'll try to recoup some, some of the picks that we, that we lost or that we gave up for him. I wouldn't be surprised if you read between the lines, there is no, nothing positive going towards Trace, Traceway right now. And look, we're not in practice. We're not in the meetings. We, we don't know. Maybe they're just like, listen, we can't do right by this kid. We're not going to develop him because we, we can't. Our window's now. We need to find something else. We're going to try to get some draft picks. We're going to try to move up and get a right tackle, whatever. But I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm not saying I want it to happen. I, I don't. I would like to see, just as a football fan, I would like to see, he's a talented kid. I would like to see him get a chance. But if, you, if you're, again, if, if you're looking, I was talking about the reality of the situation. If you're looking at it, and you take the red and gold glasses off. If this was, I don't know, the Ravens or the Titans and they had a situation, you would look at it and be like, oh, that dude's in the trouble. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, well, yeah. something, something weird's there is going on there. So, I mean, the Jets don't talk, we're talking great about Zach Wilson last year. <laughs> you know, and I, don't, I didn't know anybody was like, oh, no, they really love him. It was obvious. And it's getting to be this point, too, I think, with Lance, where there's some kind of disconnect and the Niners aren't about it. I hope he can prove him wrong. I hope he gets on the field in OTAs or whatever. And he gets, you know, he gets to that point and he gets on the field and he looks great. And they're like, all right, you know, maybe we do have something here, but right now it looks like he has an uphill battle 